Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. We have to make sure that the plan before us isn't any pre-arranged plan that we have placed. You know, just because there's a change in season uh, doesn't mean his plan was altered or anything was caught off guard. And I can testify to that because I've experienced a change in my life, something that did catch me off guard. Uh, when my dad passed away, he was the head of Deframe Ministries. It was at Deframe Ministries. And when the head of a ministry in our position is gone all of a sudden, you're quick to think, wow, <laughs> this is really changing everything. And it certainly did change when it came to the man being gone. But the beautiful thing about the plan of God is there's always a vision for your life. There's a vision. And through generations and through changing seasons, that vision will remain. And God has a vision and a plan that is for you. And it doesn't mean there's not going to be changes. There will be changes when you're following the plan of God for your life. But something you have to remember is that vision remains. The plan that he prearranged for you, it remains. And I just want to remind everyone tonight to make sure that as seasons change, our, our sights don't change. You know, there's a vision and a plan for every single one of us that's here tonight. There is, a, there is something that God has called us to do. And we're going to have to remember that Faith pleases God, and if we are holding back this year specifically on stepping out in faith, it's not, gonna, it's not because God's holding anything back from you, but it's going to take faith to obtain what he has for you. And it's, and it's easy in a season of change to feel like, well, um, you know, things are different now. You know, when it comes to the life of faith, there's no breaks. There's no slower seasons where it seems, well, I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to put things off until I feel like things are back to the way they, they were. Well, what if things don't technically really ever go back to the way they were? <laughs> that argument doesn't stand up anymore. Well, I'm just going to wait for things to go back the way I like them to be before I pursue what God has for me. What if they don't? Ask yourself that. What if things look different for a long time? <laughs> does that mean that God still doesn't have more for you? He does. And when we got that word from Pastor Nancy talking about it is our best year yet, that is not automatic. It is not automatic. And if you look at your life and say, I don't feel like it's my best year yet, it should have been. It should have been your best year. You and I know a lot of us can testify. God has moved and worked on our behalf, but there's even more. There's even more. But it's on us. Did we stretch out our faith and say, Father, I want to stretch my faith in this season. I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to wait till things are more comfortable. I'm not going to wait for situations to change because what if they don't? What if they don't? 
What if you never get that job back? What if you, what if we go to a different park? What if we, what if we go to the desert? What if we, what if we go somewhere? I mean, there's a lot of variations of things that could happen. What if things don't go back to what you thought? Did we let go of some things in this season? We need to make sure we're holding tight onto that vision. What he spoke to you about your life in 2019, that still remains. There is a divine plan for your life. And something you need to know is that just because seasons change, that vision, that plan for you, it doesn't change. It doesn't change. I said it doesn't change. It doesn't change. Hallelujah. God is not moved by circumstances. It means nothing to him. Therefore, when seasons change, oh, no big deal. My God's got a way. He can make a way for me. He's done it before. Just because it looks different to me now doesn't mean he can't do it again. He's the way maker. Amen. Hallelujah. And it pleases him when we take steps of faith. Hallelujah. It takes faith to walk with God. And just because it seems like, I love what Pastor Debbie said, if you're waiting for church to be church again, when we're in there, you missed it. I feel like that called me out a little bit because you feel like, well, when things are the way I'm used to, that's where God is. But God is where we are tonight. He's with you when you go home. And you know what's with you always is that vision, that plan he has for you. It's with you. We need to seek what that is in this season. Father, this looks different to me. What do you want me to do right now? Seek him. He'll talk to you. What you bring up to him and talk to him about, he will talk to you about. You don't always, God's not, for the most, most of the time, he is not going to initiate a conversation when it comes to maybe something, maybe if it's your future spouse, a job, um, you know, a home, something you're, you, you, you want a new car. He's waiting for you to talk to him about it. He'll talk to you every time. You, you have the right to initiate the conversation. Amen. He wants to talk to you about your future. He wants to talk to you about what's going on for you in this season. He wants to talk to you about it. And it's so important that we have times of fellowship with our father because that's how we get to know him. Amen. If you have your Bibles, why don't you open up real quick to Hebrews 11.6. And we all know this one, but we don't need a new answer, don't we? <laughs> we don't need something new, something different. The word of God is our answer. It'll be our answer 50 years from now. 10 years, five years, next week, it'll be the answer. Uh, Hebrews 11.6 of the King James Version. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a re rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And I've talked about this many times when it came to that season in our family's life. God spoke to my mom and said, because you stayed with it, because you were faithful to the plan, I'm now going to reward you with the home. And that's the home she has in Lake Elsinore. Uh, and she loved and regarded the ministry of Amy Civil McPherson. And because she had a regard for that and an interest for that, God, God was special in that way when he, when he gave her that. 
But something we have to remember is that he is a rewarder, and he can't not be something that he says he is. He can't be something else. If he says he's a rewarder, if he says he's a healer, if he says he's the provider, he cannot be something else other than those things. He will be those roles in your life if you let him. But it says here, he's a rewarder of them that what? Diligently seek him. Who care? Who show care? In this season, did you show care to his plan? Did you show care for his body? Did that matter to you the way it matters to him? It matters to him. And it says here, but without faith, it's impossible to please him. You know, we can be selfish and say, man, I got a lot going on right now. But it's going to take faith to say, I'm putting myself aside. I want what he has. I'm putting my eyes on what he has. And that's the prize. That's where we are rewarded when we step out in faith and pursue the plan that he has for us. The plan that doesn't change in 2020. The plan that doesn't disappear when it seems like everything in the world is hitting the fan. I mean, everything just seems like it's just been uprooted and changed and thrown around. I mean, that's what the world's always going to look like. The world's always going to be troubled. And if you're waiting for things out there to change before you change, you're always going to be in that place. You're always going to be rutted there. You're always going to be stuck there. But it's going to take faith to step out and pursue what he has for us. And there is reward attached to those who diligently seek him. We have to care about it. We have to care about his plan. We have to care about the body of Christ. We have to care about reaching those that God is trying to reach in this season. You know, Pastor Morgan was saying it's been on her heart to start reaching out to this community, looking for people who are starving when it comes to the things of the spirit. They're starving spiritually. They're looking for a place to go. They're looking for answers. That's your cue. That's my heart. God led me to this church. He said, this is your pastor. He said, this is your church. This is where you're planted. And when she says something's on her heart, it's on our heart now. Your pastor is the voice of God to you every Sunday, every Tuesday. The same spirit that leads you and speaks to you is the same one speaking through us. It's the same one. So if you're saying, what's the vision? Well, get planted in a place where God's word and God's voice is welcome. Once you get there, he'll start talking to you. Where are you fed? Where are you fed? This isn't just Pastor Nancy, Brother Stephen, Pastor Morgan talking. This is the voice of God speaking. So when they say something's on my heart, that I want that. What is that? That's my cue. That's my, that's my job. Amen. And when you begin to show care, for the local church, when you begin to regard your pastor and the role they play in your life, he'll begin to unfold to you what's next in your life. He'll begin to talk to you through your pastor for what's to come in your life. He's not going to leave you with unanswered questions. 
But look, it's taking us, we got to show up. We got to be present. We have to be in a place where if God was going to speak to me, I'm listening. What's my assignment, Father? What do you have for me? Amen. Hallelujah. But he's, all, what you need to know is he's a rewarder of those. So don't let the devil talk to you. It's a waste of time. It's just about your pastors and what they, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's about, it's about the sheep. He cares. Just like he cares for the pastor, just because he cares about the ministry, he cares about you too. It matters to him. Hallelujah. But it's so important that we're in a changing season. We're still walking out his plan, not a little bit of alteration in what we thought or a little bit of changes in what we thought. But we have to make sure we underline that word, his, his plan, his plan. It may feel uncomfortable. It may feel like it's pushing against your flesh. But all you need to know, it is satisfying and it is going to be the best thing for you. It's the best thing for you. Amen. Open up to Proverbs 19.21. Hallelujah. Am I, where am, I, am I where I'm supposed to be? That's something we need to ask ourselves all the time. Am I where I'm supposed to be right now? Father, where should I be? Show me. Show me where I need to make adjustments. He'll talk to you about it. He'll talk to you in private. He'll talk to you through your pastor. He'll talk to you in his word. He'll talk to you about it. Where am I supposed to be, Father? He'll talk to you about it. Proverbs 19.21, many plans are in man's mind, but it is the Lord's purpose for him that will what? It's the one that will stand. Your plan is not promised to stand through every season. Your plan is not promised to make it through those seasons. One thing can totally derail your plans. And that's where the world's at right now. They, they are on their own path. And when their path ends, what next? There's no fulfillment. There's no vision. There's no purpose. But the only purpose that we need to pursue is the Lord's purpose for him, and that's the one that's going to stand through any season. Aren't you glad about that? That any changing season in your life, just because it's something you've never experienced before, it did not catch him off guard. His power is enough. His power, I said, is enough to pull you through every season. And that's why we can go through any season and every test and trial in joy. I said, enjoy. Hallelujah. If I can say that through my dad's home going, through the plane crash, through that whole situation, if I can say our family can go through that in joy, I know there's a lot of us that can, that can do the same thing. We can do it. Joy belongs to us through every season. Peace belongs to us through every season. Amen. And his purpose and his plans are the only ones that are going to stand. You know, things are going to come up in life. Circumstances are going to come up in life. And when you're on your own, you're going to get lost. You're going to get lost. But when you have his purpose in front of you, when you have his will in front of you, you say, Lord, I want what you've ordained me and called me to do. No matter what changes in this world, no, no matter what changes in your life, 
you can say, I still have a purpose. I still know what I'm supposed to do, and that's to follow Christ. That's to follow him. Hallelujah. And that's where we find our joy. That's where we find our peace. Because he has called us and ordained us to be something in this world. He has called us to be, to be his, his, uh, his voice to this world. Amen? Open up real quick to 2 Corinthians 3.16. Actually, 2 Corinthians 3.17. Now the Lord is the Spirit. And when the Lord, and when the Spirit of the Lord is, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There is freedom. I said there is freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, where is he leading you? Where is that spirit leading you to be? Where is that spirit leading you on a daily basis? What is he leading you to do? Because a spirit-filled life and a life pursuing him is a life of freedom. It's freedom. You know, I don't know, I don't know any, um, everybody here personally, but if there's something you're going through, that you feel like, I just don't know how to get out of this situation. I don't know how to get rid of this addiction. I don't know how to get rid of what I'm used to. I want something else. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to, out of my own ability to get out of it. But through him, through Jesus and what he did for you, he died just for you. So you could live this life of freedom. Hallelujah. There is a life of freedom, a life of joy and peace waiting for you, waiting for you. He just needs you to call on him. Father, I want what you have for me this year. This, I don't care if you just got born again last Sunday. This can be your best year yet. This can be your best year yet. He's just waiting on you to make a step of faith and say, I want what you have for me. And I don't care what I've looked at in the past, what I've done in the past, what I've wanted in the past, what I've done in the past. I'm, I'm, I'm turning away from that life right now. And I say, I want, I want you. I want what you have for me. And it's the only thing that's going to bring satisfaction to this life is when you're fulfilling his purpose for you. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad to know he's called every single one of us? And every single one of our roles in the body of Christ is unique and different and vital. There's not another person that can fill your role for you. There's not another person that can do what God has ordained you to do, what he has uh, gifted you with. There's things that you can bring to the body of Christ that no one else can bring. You need to see yourself the way he sees you. And, and, that's, and that's important. That's important. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That there, aren't you glad to know there is a role, there is a place for each and every one of us. And like I was saying two Sundays ago, when we're not in that place, we're not fulfilling that role that God has called us to be, there's a hole. There's something missing. And he wants you to fulfill that role. He wants you to, f to fill that fulfillment 
that he wants you to feel. He wants you to feel that freedom, that peace, that joy. It belongs to you. Are you here tonight? It belongs to you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want to read this to you. In, um, in the passage where Moses looks to the burning bush and God starts to speak to him. God said to Moses, when he was telling him to go to Egypt and set his people free, tell him who sent you, basically. God said, I will be with you. You know, Moses is pleading, how am I supposed, what, you know, he's looking at himself. How am I, how, 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 how? And the Lord says, I will be with you. I will be with you. Whatever comes up in your life that catches you off guard, just know this. He's with you. Turn to him. When you feel a, call, a higher call, you say, Lord, I know you've called me to be somewhere. You've called me to do something. I don't know how I can do that. He's with you. You know, I've, there have been times, you know, talking in front of people is not my, you know, when I first started, it wasn't really my favorite thing to do. And I kind of bucked against it because it just made me feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> and um, I just had to renew my mind to know that he's with me and the pressure's on him. Not me, but he's anointed me to do that. He's anointed me to fulfill the role I'm supposed to fill. So when you're fulfilling your role in the body of Christ, when you're fulfilling your place where you're supposed to be, he's with you to help you through that. He's, hel- he's with you, uh, helping you to bring that supply that is so vital to the body of Christ. Amen? Hallelujah. And it's so important to remember, just like he was with Moses, he will be with you. When he calls you to step out in faith, to do something you've never done before, man, that just seems so far out from, that just doesn't, what are the people going to think about me? What, what are my family going to, who cares? Who cares what people think about you? Do you want more? Do you want the more that he has for you? Do you want the life of freedom? Hallelujah. The life that he has for you is a life of freedom. It's a life of joy. So there's no reason to veer from that plan. Just because this season looks different, don't veer from it. I'm encouraging you tonight. Don't veer from that plan. Don't think that, you know, I'm not needed. Don't think that you're not important to him or you don't have a role for him. You do. So I'm encouraging you tonight. Make sure that just because things have changed, make sure you're, you're realigning yourself to his purpose, his plan, because that's where there's joy, that's where there's peace, that's where there's freedom, amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. I've experienced it firsthand. You know, in a season that just really felt like, wow, what next? There was unspeakable joy, peace that was, that was beyond all understanding, that we, that my family experienced. And thank God for Pastor Nancy being an example like that for us. I know a lot of us can testify because of her example we've benefited from. We've benefited because of her example. Amen. So be that example to someone. Be that example to your family. Be that example to people in this church, people at your job, that as you're pursuing him, your life looks different. 
Your world looks different. I mean, people, people look at your life and go, man, that's, their life speaks to me. It says mine is not worth living for anymore. I want what that person's got. You know, I know we can all look at Brother Copeland, Pastor Nancy, a lot of these ministers that walk with God. That's how the world should look at us. We should be examples of God. We are to be examples of what he has to offer to the world. And that's freedom. That's a life full of joy and freedom. Amen. Hallelujah. Were you helped tonight? We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.